0: Strong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I see all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was! Holy God! Oh my gosh! Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here. Okay? Yeah.
1: It's such a bizarre
0: world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. And I remember your faces. This is Ed McMahon, and now he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty.
2: The statue of boredom live
0: from Studio C. Oh boy, <laughs> senior.
2: Pop up the music, Michael. It's an information party.
0: Who made a boredom statue?
2: Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today we're under the tutelage of
0: our general manager. I don't know, maybe Tim Scott, Florida senator, leading the charge on Republican plan for police reform. Okay. There's something wrong with the audio levels today. I just saw a tweet
2: from Donald Trump. I have authorized the federal government to arrest anyone who vandalizes or destroys any monument statue or other such federal property. Yes! Is that actually going
0: to be enforced? Um, probably. Anyone he said anybody does it? Give you ten years in prison. Not sure that's the president's decision, but ha, da, 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 da. I like the spirit of it.
2: Last night there was a raging battle in that park right across from the White House about protesters trying to take down an Andrew Jackson
0: statue. Right, it was unbelievable. Saw a couple dozen people tying ropes around statues trying to pull it down with impunity. Nothing was done for a very long time. Are you kidding me? I is... stepped off a curb at a curb in Washington D.C. and had a cop yell at me.
2: This is so crazy that nobody is standing up. Nobody's standing against this whole statue craziness. Yet. Um, so, for instance, the Andrew Jackson statue, the attempt to pull it down. Will John Meacham be on MSNBC this morning, having won the Pulitzer Prize for writing American Lion, the Andrew Jackson biography? It wasn't called American Racist or American Horror or American Nazi. It was American Lion. Great book. And it is a great book and it's all about the amazing Andrew Jackson. Is he going to go on MSNBC today and explain, well, well, this is why an Andrew Jackson statue is up, and this is what he was, and blah, blah, blah. Right? Or is he going to cower? I shouldn't say that because that's not fair. Cowering is a smart move. We've been discussing this a lot. Oh, yeah. Being afraid to to speak makes perfectly good sense. That is not cowardice. That is not... Uh, you know a rolling over or whatever that's just saving your freaking career yeah it um, depends how you look at it
0: uh, well if you say nothing when they come for the Jews etc cetera, etc cetera, yeah that is uh well, well I don't know about
2: you there's a lot of things I I think I could say that are perfectly defendable that would lose me my career and I'd rather not do that
0: well I'm afraid I've decided differently I'm gonna say those <laughs> things today um and make it clear that you approve them
2: but uh, or uh Will Edmund Wilson is that who wrote the Theodore uh Roosevelt biographies also Pulitzer prize winners. I haven't seen him anywhere over the weekend. Is he gonna is he gonna be anywhere stand up and say, "Hey, I've uh, studied this my whole life and uh here's what's interesting about Theodore Roosevelt." Nope. Can't because he would lo- he'd be done. Publisher would drop him and I'm this is not an exaggeration. Oh yeah. Publisher would drop him, he'd be done.
0: Twitter would react with anger and scorn. But is nobody going to speak up against this? Uh, I am, but <laughs> I'm a nobody. Where did I see
2: that over the weekend where somebody said, is there a police force in the country that's going to defend statues and plaques in a city? Or are we just going to let the mob decide what we put in our parks and in front of our buildings?
0: This mob today, what does the mob want next month? What does the next mob want next year? Whatever it is, we must give it to them because they're angry, because they're having an emotional reaction. It's That's the new policy. World. God help us. Well,
2: and it's and as you know, as we were just explaining, it has crossed some sort of tipping point where you can't stand up for these things or speak out against them whether you're right or wrong, you can't get involved in the conversation your career will be over. There's a laundry list of of more examples just over the last couple of days. Professors, people in the media, whatever, that have said things incredibly mild, and in many cases things the vast majority of the country agrees with, and you're done. You no longer have a job and a way to make your house payment.
0: And often what they said was factually indisputable and backed up by a great deal of data. So if you think... That radical totalitarian regimes, when they uh, when they make the blood run in the streets, whether it's uh, literal or metaphorical, by ruining people's careers, if you think they only come after the unjust or the deserving, you're incredibly naive, my friends. They just want power. Not only do you lose your job, you're unhirable. For a long time. For man. a long time. Yeah, depending on how you know the next six months to a year go. That is that is the scary part, man. Facts got nothing to do with it. Your solid defense has nothing to do with it. Once the mob comes for you,
2: it's interesting. Anyway, well, we got more of those examples out there that are just head spinning, head spinning. Woo, what a weird
0: time to be alive. I have in my possession. But what was the famous uh, a list of members of the Communist Party? Famous uh, scene from history. Uh, I actually have in my possession facts, figures, and insights from liberal think tanks that if we were to read them to you, would would be definitely sticking our head in the lion's mouth. These are from liberal think tanks having to do with crime and police reform and, and some of the issues before us as a nation. But the mob is running the day now. Do you dare offend the mob?
2: Stick your head in the lion's mouth.
0: Right? It's a metaphor.
2: Oh, it is? It is.
0: Yeah, there are There's no lions literal, running through the streets literally. yet. Until well, they open the gates of the zoos.
2: we got to talk to Andrew Yang. Have you heard about his new thing he's got going? I have not. It actually starts end of this month. Uh, we might start getting checks shortly thereafter. His new data dividend project where we're going to get paid for the data that the companies are taking from us. Wait a minute. How's that going to work? It's, uh, it's uh, complicated. We should have him on to explain it, though. I like the idea. Interesting. Remember him saying on the debate stage that y- your data is more valuable than oil in the world right now? Mm. More valuable
0: commodity than oil. Yeah, I'm I'm in favor of this, I think, but I have no idea who's enforcing it or how it's going to work. Anywho, uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board, board operator, Michelangelo,
2: pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael.
1: I'm doing good. It's been about two months now, and uh, since I switched to streaming, I got rid of the cable TV and I switched to streaming. and I've really enjoyed it, so it's been a great, you know, test run. We we were going to test it out, see if we really liked it, and I'm hooked, and I've gotten used to it, and you know, I've never looked back. Mm. Yeah,
2: the, the test run part of it is the part that I think I and a lot of people uh, miss out on. You can, you can go back to all these things. They aren't a, a one time decision. So whether you cancel Netflix or Dish or whatever, if you decide, yeah, I kind of liked it. You can, like in seconds, go back to having it. Right? It's not. Uh-huh. It's weird how we put it off. Like it's a generational. I, I just difference. don't know if I want to do that. or It might
0: not work out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gotten a lot better. But when I first tried it, it was. Quite a while back, and I had a lot of problems with buffering, and th- you know the selection wasn't great, and mm-hmm. it's improved tremendously. Cool. So yeah, I'm hooked on it. If I didn't have I'm this job, late to the party, but if I, I didn't
2: th- have this job and I had to take in so much information, I'd definitely do it.
1: Uh, did, making the leap when there aren't live sports is, is probably it helps the transition a little bit because that's still one of the bigger blind spots I of, the, of the cable cutting is is live sports of, of various Luckily, sorts. Luckily, there aren't any. Exactly. There's positive. Oh, Sean. wait a minute. Hey, yeah, the exciting world of golf. Is back.
2: <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. We do have an update on baseball, too. How are you this morning, Sean?
1: Doing very well. I uh, uh, saw an interesting, fun Twitter prompt yesterday. Uh, somebody was asking, what's the dumbest reason you got fired? This person then shared his story of uh, getting fired at an uh, old spaghetti factory. Uh, I then shared my tale, which was also from the restaurant service industry. Uh, I was a waiter at the time. A manager posted a note about reducing waste. I posted one right next to it saying, when posting waste notes, please use recycled paper in order to reduce waste, dash the staff. She took it down. I was like, well, that's weird. So I put another one up saying, please stop wasting my waste notes because it's too wasteful. Nice. And then I got fired at the end of the shift. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, insubordinate or something, or I don't know. I I think think that's fairly accurate. uh, The rest of the staff thought it was funny.
2: I'm sure they did. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. It's Tuesday. It's June the 28th. No, it's not. My phone's messed up. June the 23rd, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this
0: program. Let's begin, then, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, officially, at Mark.
1: Well, we believe individuals, organizations, and others can continue to gather on Capitol Hill peacefully. The continued disorder, the violence, and the impacts on residents and businesses are not just at odds with the message of justice and equity. They cannot continue to occur. Interesting. We are working with community to bring this to an end. Oh, boy.
0: That's a shock. Golly gee, if only somebody had predicted that.
2: That's the mayor of Seattle. Uh, apparently, they're at the the
0: end of the whole chop thing. Yeah, yeah, they've had enough. Or Chaz thing. That's amazing how... A- it didn't turn into a, a, an anarchist workers' paradise. Well, I,
2: I'm I, just shocked. Uh, I still don't know. Did they did they did they avoid a just unbelievably violent riot with many deaths by allowing this, as opposed to pushing at it immediately and kind of letting it dissipate, or was it a, a terrible idea? I think it's a terrible idea to let your city. Uh, have a police precinct closed down by a mob. but
0: uh, Our freedom-loving quote of the day is from Frederick Douglass today, and uh, we will uh, I will relate it back to that very question. Okay, cool.
2: That's yeah. on the way. And our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We should talk about this data dividend thing, which is kind of interesting. They do have a plan for baseball. Variety of things to talk about coming up. This data dividend project, I just became aware of it this morning from Andrew Yang. It's pretty interesting. It's going to happen. They have different laws in California and a couple other places that allow it to happen, but he's, Andrew Yang is hoping to spread this across the country. Uh, it's a—it's an extension of property rights, which we're big believers in around here, to, Absolutely. to your data. It's something you own. It has a value, and other people shouldn't just be able to take it and use it however they want.
0: hmm interesting. Interestingly enough, your data might include the fact that you're a dumb person with no money. But that's valuable. <laughs> you you spend your time looking at Kardashian Twitter posts. exactly, And but picking that, your nose. But that data is
2: worth something. Exactly. By the way, there's a new leader, leader for Twitter followers. We'll have to hit you with that coming. No, oh, I'm sure that'll be stimulating. The leaders at the top, the, the, the most followed people on Twitter are just a glimpse into the world, really. Yes. How about uh, I just don't glimpse
0: the world? <laughs> <laughs> Less Man. glimpsing the world. Right. I don't want to see the world. We have two freedom-loving quotes of the day today. The first from Don Quixote in John Ormsby's translation. This was sent along by Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. This is what uh, Don Quixote said. That's the translation I read. Or, uh, right. Uh, and I'll get to the punchline in a second if you haven't heard it, but... Freedom, Sancho, is one of the most precious gifts that heaven has bestowed upon men. No treasures that the earth holds, buried, or the sea conceals, can compare with it. For freedom... As for honor, life may and should be ventured. And on the other hand, captivity is the greatest evil that can fall to the lot of man. Cervantes, the man who wrote that, his statue was pulled down the other day, even though he wrote those words and was a slave himself for five years. But he's a white guy, so the mob tore it down. How's he a white guy? He's a Spaniard. That makes you a white guy, then? He kind of sort of looks at... Are, are you trying to reason with the mob? Why know. don't you explain tax law to my dog next? <laughs> you can't reason with an angry mob.
2: Does your dog understand capital gains at all?
0: More or less. Have you ever read Don Quixote? He, he the tr- short term and long term, though, he just looks at me. Don Quixote,
2: considered the world's first novel. If you like flatulence jokes... There's no book I've ever read that has more flatulence humor in it than Don Quixote. Amidst
1: the eloquence. So, yeah, that quote sounded really good, but that character from the book, he's an idiot, right? More or less, yeah. Okay. Although he ends up being, you know, really the wise one. Oh, oh it's one of those. Yeah, yeah <laughs> one of those. <laughs>
2: ah,
0: ah, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, here's your freedom love and quote of the day, your other one from Frederick Douglass. This is sent along by Jason, and we thank you, Jason in Iowa. And and this, to me, relates to the conversation. Well, it, it, it it's obviously, it's got one meaning on its face. And Frederick Douglass was a genius and a hero. But it relates to our discussion about Seattle going ahead and permitting the mob to take over a chunk of the city. Perhaps averting uh, a great deal of violence. But here's what Frederick Douglass says. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to and you have the exact measure of the injustice and wrong which will be imposed on them.
2: Wow. Whatever you can get away with, you will, they will get away with. Right, Power exactly. will get
0: away with. Right. If you, me, him, them, will quietly submit to mobs ruining people, ruining their careers, over false allegations, tearing down statues, vandalizing cities, etc., if we will permit that we will get it it will happen a lot of you feel that
2: way about the mask thing i don't but a lot of people do i get a lot of the texts
0: interesting uh let's see michael uh, talking about all the expenditures going on as he moves closer to his uh, wedding day in a couple of months a handful of months uh, sue writes tell michael it's often referred to as the wedding industrial complex for a reason of course it is. so true checkbooks are open and flowing
2: They're just hoping there's a a dad, there's a grandma, there's somebody in the chain that's willing to just pay pretty much for anything.
0: Yeah, often there are a lot of people throwing money around. Sure, yeah. On the topic of tearing down George Washington statues, among others, Andy, long-time listener and correspondent Andy. Good to hear from him. I hope our descendants are kinder to us than we are to our forebears. Um, The device many of us are reading and listening on was made, at least in part, by slave labor in China. We may be seen as horrible barbarians for participating in this oppression by future generations. Yes, Washington and Jefferson were slaveholders. They also believed slavery was an abomination that had to be ended, and both actively worked on ways to end it. It seems hypocritical today. It was tremendously enlightened then. Presentism is a mistake we should not make, and we should not erase our history, even the ugly parts. Amen, Andy. Could not agree with you more both tj and g-dub uh earned the hatred and 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 derision of many of their peers and neighbors because they stood up and said look the slavery thing cannot last we have to find a way to end it that was incredibly brave at the time but you're tearing down their statues you, you you ignoramuses aren't you
2: made a reference to apple there i believe there's a new operating system coming out that's got some uh, cool things in it that you android people will say hey we've had this for two years <laughs> ah shut <laughs> up we don't care
0: armstrong and getty good time
2: to be a statue because at first it felt like only the confederate statues were coming down but now it seems like this is tearing down anything that doesn't move i'm so afraid that now when i'm waiting to cross the street i keep moving just so that no one comes in and tries
0: to rip off my head (laughs) wow (laughs) you can laugh laughing boy i'm not laughing (laughs) oh boy he's not laughing I'm not laughing. Uh, what is that clip? We haven't played that in ages. We
2: got more on that later. We can't be uh we can't as as we said before the show started today. We can't be all outrage all the time. We just yeah, can't. No. It's not good for
0: you. It's not good for us. It's not good for anybody. I will tell you this. I have discovered some information about the organization black lives matter that will blow your mind okay i will leave the room so that i
2: can distance myself from your comments oh boy i wasn't even in the room when he said that oh boy cowardice i'm playing the ladies doug, and gentlemen i'm playing the doug christie role oh geez. you have to be an insider to get oh, that joke oh
0: boy oh well
2: that is <laughs> enjoyable <laughs> Um, Major League Baseball is set to force a season on the players. Yes! So take that! The commissioner, had they've got a, the clause in the whole contract thing where he can make a season happen of uh, the length of his choosing, and it's likely to be 60 games, and they're going to start end of July, same time the is supposed to start. So in theory right now, we're going to have NBA ba- basketball and Major League Baseball starting at the same time end of July.
0: Yeah. So we tried to quit the same job twice. Once was under Company A. And they said, uh, yeah, you're probably right. You can, but we'll sue you into pa- bankruptcy. And so he said, okay, I guess we'll keep working. Then a new company came in, and the guy said, well, I can make you go on the air, but I can't make you funny. So uh, go ahead. Let's just work this out. Nice fella, too. Um, so the, <laughs> the owners are going to make the baseball players play? Hit it. You just missed it again. Swing again this time, and this time hit it.
2: (laughs) That would be something. That's it. That is an old showbiz maximum. And maximum, you know, I can I can make you get on stage, but I can't make you dance. I certainly can't make you dance well. Right. That's one of the problems with anything that's performance like that. Sure. And 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 unlike you know selling a certain number of cars or something like that, how how are you going to prove in court that I'm not trying as hard as I can? Well, and if the
0: guy's got a long term deal, you're stuck with him anyway. But uh, yeah, And now if, he hates
2: what you. What if the baseball players go up there and they just kind of rest the bat? And the, the pitcher
1: lobs it up there and he kind of swings like this. <laughs> <laughs> does the Instead of sprinting to first base, kind of does the thing where you're sort of jogging through the crosswalk because you see the car's trying to turn right. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah. You're just basically a, just walking fast. the arms. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah.
0: shortstop intentionally kicks the ball anyway. So you got this bizarre backward war of attrition. Where both teams are trying to lose. And then what about injuries? Nobody can claim you don't have an injury. Well,
1: oh, God! Ah, that hurts.
0: Well, that's there is a lot of that already. Guys are saying, now nah, I'm going to say my elbow hurts. So, good luck with that, baseball. So, I would love, love, love to see baseball. I just don't see it happen
2: iPhone, or Apple rather, did one of their big giant uh, announcement things yesterday, and they're, you know, various times the biggest company in the world, so I think it's worth paying attention to. It's like when GM would roll out a new model of car or something back in the 50s. But, um... Uh, but, the, you know, it's not like the old days where they could have a, an auditorium full of people and Steve Jobs is up there because of, well, Steve Jobs is dead.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the Chinese bad fever. And with COVID, you know, so right. anyway, they, they they presented it. But there's some kind of interesting stuff that's coming out. First of all, it seems that Apple made the calculation that people aren't really interested in yet another more expensive iPhone right now with the economy where it is. So it's really about the new operating system, the iOS 14 and uh, it's got the biggest overall to the home screen and interface ever. The biggest what? Overhaul. Oh. The biggest change ever to the home screen and interface, which I guarantee a boomer like myself, even though I'm actually a Gen Xer, <laughs> is going to hate. Where's my? Where's the button where I it's been in the same spot for 10 years? Damn it! How do I call my wife?
0: <laughs> okay, Boomer. <Buma. laughs> okay, Boomer. You could probably get honorary boomer status.
2: I think I As could. a Luddite. I think I could. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that are cool that I think are going to be on here, uh, a way to individually resp- uh, reply to texts on group text. You mm-hmm. know how the conversation oh. gets all people are jumping in, and you want to oh. reply to one like four texts back, and now you, you can just grab that one and reply to it. I think that's a good
0: uh, step forward. Man, I'm on this group text, and it's usually gr- fun. Uh, occasionally it goes sideways. And if you try to leave it, you will instantly be added back in it by somebody. You you can check out any time you
1: like, but you can never leave. <laughs> it's like the Hotel California. It's somewhat like that. Yeah. The um another feature or that they're adding to the group chat thing is you can set an option where you only get the text alert if you are specifically mentioned in the the text oh, really? of the group. Yeah. Now I've turned off alerts for certain like giant text yeah. groups that I have. So now you can, you can do. Oh wow! So now if, somebody, if, okay. if that giant group says, "Oh, Joe, what do you think about this?" Now yeah. you'll get. Oh, let me see what they're talking about wow. and get brought back in. It's a brave think,
2: new world. I think it's amazing how uh, we've all adapted to. Even like with one individual, you can have about three conversations going at once. Especially like this happens to me sometimes, where I'm I'm doing stuff in the midst of this conversation. Mm-hmm. They're doing stuff, so sometimes the replies are. In two seconds, sometimes the replies are in two minutes, and sometimes the replies are in ten minutes. And the, the conversation goes throughout, you know, and, and with three conversations going on at once, and, you're like, you, you reply back to the three conversations, yeah. three topics yeah. ago yeah. thing, and it's just it's amazing how that whole thing works. But it usually works. There is the opportunity for horrific uh, misinterpretations or hilarious misinterpretations. <laughs> Um, but the new, what, this is the main new thing that I like the most, though. And there's a bunch of tech stuff with cameras and stuff, maybe I'll talk about later, but I really like this. And it kind of fits in with the Andrew Yang, uh, data dividend plan he's got. Apple is adding a new privacy nutrition label, in quotes. What? To app listings. Uh, in the same way that it's mandatory, has been for years now, that everything you buy that you eat or drink has a nutrition label on and tells you exactly what's in it, which I think was a good move. Now, before you even download an app, you'll be able to find out if it will require access to your location, contact info, ad identifiers, etc. cetera, um, before you download it. So that's the simple, the nutrition label, the simple mm. stuff on this app. You don't have to go into the user agreement and dig through 50 pages. It'll be right there. They're going to take this stuff and use it. Yeah, Here's the list. I like that. Yeah. So I can make a better, healthier choice. Right? I
0: hope it'll tell me who they're going to give it to as well. I mean, if I pay 99 cents for an app so I can send, I don't know, you know, ridiculous pictures to my friends, that's fine. It needs access to my uh, address book so that when I tip, uh, type in Jack, uh, it can send it to you. That I get. Is it going to send my entire address book to the Russian mob or the Chinese communists? That I would like to know.
2: Well, so, yeah, i be d- curious. I don't want that to happen, but I also don't want it sent to uh, Universal Pictures. I don't want it sent to any private company. Mm-hmm. I don't want that stuff to happen. Sure. There's got, in the future, surely we're going to get a handle on that. And it's going to seem like a weird Wild West period.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are already way ahead of us on this When you stuff.
2: automatically gave over your entire dress book and ever, all your friends' phone numbers to some random company so they can bother them with phone calls. And with.
1: everything you've ever typed in an email. <laughs> the rest or of whatever. Log, we're, yeah. we're already on a path to kind of two internets. One is free with ads, a.k.a. your data pays for your free internet stuff, or subscription models that are ad-free. Mm. I feel like those are kind of the the parallel lines that are going to exist for the internet.
2: Um. Anyway... And like I mentioned earlier, Andrew Yang has got this data dividend project where we're all going to get paid for our data, at least in theory. And he says he's got a way to make that happen. So I think that would change things, too. I hope we see that happen in my lifetime. How First, much like, am I
0: going to be making? This is that's, exciting. That's Thing. That's what I, I wonder. Ma- like
2: yacht money? That's what I wonder. Is it like, you know, class action lawsuits are $80 million, but you got 50 cents. So while data is more valuable than oil, is my individual slice of data worth, like, A dollar and a half. (laughs) Right. And I'm going to think, well, okay, great. (laughs) I'm not sure this changes anything. I'm still getting robocalls in the middle of the night. But I'm getting paid a buck and a half a week for them. New York City's hottest sex club is doing socially distanced orgies. Oh, sheeminy. What? what You've got to
0: warn people before you work blue like that. It's disgusting. Socially distanced? I don't see how that works. Mm. Yeah, I have a number of questions. I don't even think my questions are arable, much less the answers. Puts us in a bad position. A couple of scientists bored at home during the quarantine, apparently they are, uh, discovered nine new insect species. <laughs> Figured out that gravity is a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> now they found new little Twitters. Uh, little critters, rather. Not Twitter. Twitter's already been discovered, and I wish it would go away. I've heard some people talking about a twegzit. A what A twexit. Uh, an exit of Twitter. Leave so is Twitter it, for good.
2: Is, was it a law that got passed that everything has to have a cutesy name?
0: <laughs> Did I miss that? It's more a regulation than a law. <laughs> <laughs> so we can tell you about the bugs coming up. I, I do need to uh, reveal the unbelievable um, fact about the organization, Black Lives Matter, and okay. why it's so important. And yes, they are the co founders are avowed Marxists. Did you know that? Do you think your local newscaster knows that? Your local politician? Your local corporation making gigantic contributions to that organization? Uh, much more on that to come. Armstrong and The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show. Heck of a video. I hope you get a chance to see it at some point today. Of People uh, attempting to pull down the Andrew Jackson statue in the park right across from the White House. Been up there for, I forget how long, a very, very long time. And, uh, you know, right in front of the, the, the White House. There's a former occupant of the White House statue in front of that White House. Right, being torn down nobody around to like uh,
0: push back on that right so there's a prominent black lives matter advocate uh, activist sean king who tweeted yesterday that any images of jesus that make him look white must come down um and so the mobs will be coming for the churches in the stained glass windows next perhaps and you'd think well that's kind of you know a stretch i mean anglicized jesus we've made jokes about that in the past jesus looking like a member of super Tramp. um but when the blm crowd comes for it 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 might turn ugly and you would think boy why why is he so into that well part of it is that so many of these people are marxists and they're against religion we played the tape for you yesterday the co-founder of black lives matter says we are trained marxists it is to a large extent a marxist organization that wants to tear down what's happening, you know, our system, our way of life, our government, the rest of it. And the nuclear family, uh, the free market economy, all sorts of different stuff. And what's really interesting, and the part of this I want to bring to you right now, is that the organization Black Lives Matter is very, very different than the idea that Black Lives Matter, because of course they do. But corporations and individuals are now donating millions and millions of dollars to that organization. Now, I've heard about corporations like Apple and, and others, the super behemoths, making big organizations. or I'm sorry, big donations. I've looked into it. They've actually been fairly careful about who they're donating to. Um, they're not pouring money into the organization Black Lives Matter. There are some smaller companies that are making huge donations to that organization. Um But I, I credit your apples of the world and others for not doing it. And not only are they Marxists, but if you go to the... And I've done this myself. I saw a video on it. I thought, i got to do it myself if I'm going to talk about it on the air. If you go to the Black Lives Matter uh, um, website, and it's worth clicking around to see what they stand for and their founders and, and the rest of it, and some of it may surprise you. um, But then you go to Donate, and you click on Donate, and keep an eye on... The address bar, they're in your browser. It will go to, um, a you know, one of those complicated web addresses, but the part that you can read is ActBlue. The money goes to an organization called ActBlue. Now, OpenSecrets.org is an organization and a website that tracks who donates to what politicians. It's fabulous. It's nonpartisan and it's really, really interesting. But so your money donated to Black Lives Matter that in the American tradition of pouring money at something because you sympathize with it or its home was wiped out or, or it got beat up in a park or whatever, people just start GoFundMe pages and throw money at it. It's interesting phenomenon. But anyway, so you go to opensecrets.org to see, all right, what is this act blue that your money you think is going to Black Lives Matter goes to? Well, they have, uh, many, many millions of dollars in assets and they exist to elect Democrats. Here's their top expenditures. The Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. They gave $112 million in the last election cycle to the, uh, the, the DNC, uh, essentially. Beto O'Rourke for, for Congress got almost $59 million. Democratic Senatorial (laughs) Campaign Committee, $37 million. So so they also waste a lot of money, obviously, on dipsticks. But you certainly
2: wouldn't think if you're donating to Black Lives Matter what you're doing is
0: supporting Beto O'Rourke's candidacy. Right, to the tune of $59 million. And Citizens United, uh, John Ossoff for uh, for Congress. Uh, uh, My slogan for him would be, John will work his Ossoff in Congress. That's pretty good. Democratic National Committee, Doug Jones for Senate Committee. Uh, progressive turnout project, Heidi for Senate, McCaskill for Missouri, et cetera, et cetera. Well,
2: this is clearly a weird thing, and I can't come up with a parallel. I've been trying to think of another example where there's an organization and then, like, a, a movement with exactly the same name that, like, probably doesn't want that much to do with the
0: organization. If they knew, if middle America, an earnest college America, an activist 26-year-old America actually understood what the organization was about they would be much much less supportive of it, but the organization benefits from having the same name as the phrase. Well, right, it's but and, and it's a great
2: phrase, and it's you know it did catch fire, and everybody knows what it means, and it's it's short, it's succinct, it's all that sort of stuff. Right. I, I you know the people that are just talking about no, we want, uh, in in our in, uh, our belief is that uh, black people are treated unfairly by police, and we want that to end. Um, can we have the name, and then you run your political organization or website, because mm-hmm. we like this name. This is what we believe. We right. don't even know what you're talking about. Right? would be, I think, the case for like 95% oh, yeah, of I would people agree completely. who are in the streets or have T-shirts or
0: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to start an organization called Equality in Education, I mean, that's the sort of phrase that could catch fire. That could become a huge movement. My organization, actually, what we do is we seek out bright students, and we bludgeon them. We actually give them traumatic brain injury. So the equality is we bring the top down. But people will go around chanting our name and donating to our cause because they don't bother to look into it. Uh, it it's... it's uh, uh, what are you going to do with populist politics? You're going to stand in front of the mob and, and try to reason with them. Good luck with that. But I thought you might be interested in that. Your dollars for Black Lives Matter goes straight to electing Beto O'Rourke. <laughs>
2: which seems hilarious now. Um uh, I wonder how this will shake out because like I said it's a good it's a good phrase it's got a tremendous amount of, of value. The Q factor is through the roof. Absolutely. It's recognized. But it's official like registered the paperwork is in use of it is completely different or a long way from the popularity
0: of it well keep in mind, mind over time. that the organization is not merely the recipient of the goodwill of people who just don't like racism they were the folks uh, grabbing the microphones away from hillary and bernie and and uh, and, and vital marching sometimes violently through various streets after various people got killed by cops um they've been around for a while and so they had enough awareness now that they could cash in on this uh, the the movement.
2: We've had a number of texts along this line talking about statues and everything like that. If Mount Rushmore wasn't in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota, I've been there many times, but uh, would it be defaced or chiseled already? Somebody would try. I got to believe if it were in uh, Pennsylvania near a population center, there'd be people climbed up on top of it already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Spray paint. Um. Stone Mountain in Georgia is going to be an interesting case. It is quite literally the side of a mountain carved into the images of several Confederate heroes. Including Lee and Stonewall Jackson and who's the third? I don't know. I've Can't never remember. seen that mountain. It's enormous. It hmm. makes Mount Rushmore look like something would that would be on your mantle. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's ginormous. So uh, it'll be, uh, well, we'll have to see where that goes. But as we've been talking about the tearing down of Washington and Somebody tried to tear down a statue of Lincoln yesterday or two days ago who freed the slaves. Ah, uh, How do you even respond to craziness that crazy? Armstrong and Getty.